0: You're listening to G4D, Grounds for Discussion, a weekly music podcast hosted by your two most caffeinated hosts, Adam and John.
1: So sit back, relax, pour yourself a cup of coffee, and enjoy the following episode. Hey everyone, this week's episode
0: of Grounds Grounds for Discussion. Discussion
1: is brought to you by Holiday Inn Resort, Orlando Suites, and Water Park, Terror
0: at the Inn. The Mummy's Curse! A long-lost Egyptian crypt has been unearthed. Join the expedition to bring an ancient world of gods and monsters back to life. Will you be able to survive The Mummy's Curse? This Halloween season, bring the family and visit Orlando's newest haunted attraction, Terror at the Inn, The Mummy's Curse. Select nights through October. Visit
1: TerrorAtTheInn.com for more details.
0: Ooh, I hope they have coffee too. I hope Brandon Fraser's there too.
1: Oh, it would have been better if he'd gotten his cup of coffee. I think so. I believe they do serve coffee at the uh, Holiday Inn, though.
0: Mmm, that's my kind of hotel, then. Yeah, we'll have to check it out. Mmm. Adam, what the heck are you wearing? I'm wearing my mask. It's what I've always worn. You've never worn this thing before in your life. Are, are you okay? I'm fine. I'm good. How about you? I I don't get what's going on here. What does it look like? Embry. You know, I knew you going to see Venom on opening night was not a good idea. Oh, but it was a perfect idea for you to go see the movie too. Oh boy. Uh, you're going to break my back, aren't you? Oh, you never know. If I don't get a cup of coffee soon, maybe the
1: back-breaking will begin.
0: Oh, boy. Uh, well, I knew this moment would come. I can't make you a cup of coffee, but what oh. if I get you some Starbucks?
1: Oh, this is angering to me. <laughs> Venom, who do you think
0: I am? I really can't wait to hear your thoughts on this movie. Really. Really can't wait. I saw your tweets about it, and I just can't wait. We are Venom, bruh. Because there's no way I'm putting money down on this money. On this movie, I should say. There's no way I'm spending any kind of money whatsoever. Because every vibe that I got was that it looked awful. You are wise in your decision. (laughs) So... I'm glad to hear I was justified. Yes. Oof. Oh boy. Oh boy. It's just I, it I'm was very c- it was confusing. Yeah. It was just it was there. Oh boy. Well, we're going to have actually something to talk about later that'll be related to it. Oh, later on today's episode of Grounds for Discussion. discussion. And I know we're not doing our regularly scheduled programming this week because it's time for Coffee Chat Cafe volume
1: two (laughs) yay so john and i well to say we've been busy is an understatement yes (laughs) yes it is so we decided we need a chill day just to drink some coffee and chat about some cool stuff that's been happening that we got to experience last friday oh yes yeah and just have a general chat but uh, our topic this time is about concerts. Yes, sir. So we're
0: going to talk a little bit about concerts. And we've got a couple little news stories and some other things that will wrap up things, you know, about. Yeah. You know, talk things about, about things. Talking. Neem, talking. Talking Talkin coffee. Talking heads. Talking talking heads. Yeah. There you go. That's that's the name of our next podcast right there. Talking
1: heads. Yeah, no one's done that yet, right?
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> Just want to remind everyone, you can check out all of our episodes on g4dpodcast.com, and we are also on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. So please, 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 please.
0: Check it out. Do it for Bane. Yes, do it. Rate us five stars or I'll break your back like the Batman.
1: <laughs> and I'm Venom and I'll make you watch my movie. Wait, that? that's more
0: Batman. Well, no, no, no. You're, you're not far off. Batman's oh, yeah. a little yeah. bit more like guttural, like, swear to me. <laughs> so, yeah. apparently I think he lost his voice doing that. Christian Bale. I'm Christian pretty Bale. Sure he did. Yeah, mm. yeah. I right. believe it and talk yeah. like
1: someone's like choking you. Yeah.
0: Yeah, pretty much. You see that he's gonna be uh, Dick Cheney. Yeah, that movie looks crazy. That's gonna
1: be interesting. And uh, Sam Rockwell's George W. Bush, and, and then
0: Steve Carell is Donald Rumsfeld.
1: Rumsfeld. Yep. What? Let's, what? It's, we, it's interesting that like Adam McKay used to do like comedies, and now he's doing like these more serious movies. Well, that's pretty oh. cool
0: that's oh, good that that's good for him did that's you ever see was it the big short yes loved it was it good okay i never yeah. saw it I re- i really enjoyed it it was on netflix at one point mm-hmm. it was it was good stuff the thing that i find interesting about that movie was that it wasn't dry for a subject that really could have gotten very boring they decided to kind of like keep your interest and dumb things down at certain points okay so at one point there's literally a scene of margot robbie sitting in a bath like a bubble bath and everything drinking some champagne explaining why the housing market collapsed ah and very very like simple like almost sesame street terms
1: Ha <laughs> <laughs> Elmo says affordable care is not as important <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's pretty good that's yeah, pretty good that's, that's my elmo Oh well, yeah.
1: Housing housing m- market prices rise. Income not rise with them. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> That's pretty one good. stock market crash. Uh uh
0: uh.
1: Two, two <laughs> stock market crash. Uh, uh, uh.
0: I love it when you do your impressions, man. I I've never really realized just how wide of a range that you have with your impressions.
1: It's all, it's all in the nasal.
0: <laughs> it's all in there. It's hiding. <laughs>
1: uh good stuff man yeah speaking of good stuff um concerts yes our, our chat discussion for today while we drink this coffee I'm, I'm back on the octane roast right now
0: yeah yeah man it's yeah. good stuff bro it's So good. do you still get a subscription mm.
1: i stopped doing that just because i wanted to try more stuff and mm. i have an influx of beans right now that i need to get to mm. which i know we are going to talk about a special pair of beans next week
0: yes we are that, from uh, our uh, good buddy audience member, member number six number
1: six vacationed in key west and was very gracious to buy us uh, some
0: yummy beans that i can't wait to try me too buddy me too i would have some yeah. today but oh boy i can only i can only take so much right now like the stress stress so is i'm, I'm only i'm
1: only half of the caffeinated hosts then <laughs> i'll i'll, I'll seem the role of both parts today. i'm
0: still caffeinated okay it's good. just like if i start having more my anxiety starts getting really really bad mm-hmm Maybe we should put
1: the most anxious and caffeinated hosts in our description. Yeah, we
0: probably should. Probably change. It was only really just because of this week, but thankfully, you know, we've had a really great concert recently. Yeah, we're gonna have another great one this weekend. Oh boy, yeah.
1: Yeah, But speaking of uh, concerts past, John, what was your first concert?
0: My first concert that I went to by myself, like. All right. Let's
1: let's do first concert ever, and then like the first like cool concert. You know,
0: really, honestly, I didn't go to a concert until um, I was probably late in high school, hmm. I, I, at least as far your first, as I do like tell. your
1: parents ever dragged you to go see like, I don't know, Holland Oats or something
0: or no, 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 not, not, not to my knowledge. It was seeing the used. Oh, yeah. And the bled opened up for him <laughs> I'm trying to remember. I think it was Bowery Ballroom. I could be wrong about that. But yeah, I saw them. It was after their second album dropped. Mm -hmm. Is that the one
1: with the heart and the tree?
0: Yes. Okay, so the big one. Yeah. I can't fire. Right, that one. (laughs)
1: Yeah.
0: I can't believe they had an anniversary show recently. It just made me feel really old. That's crazy. Have you ever
1: heard their cover of um, "Under Pressure"
0: with with My Chemical Romance? No, I have not. Oh, you should check it out whoa mind blown sir. yeah i didn't know that was a thing it's a thing Ooh.
1: it's not actually too bad oh yeah it's just
0: very emo okay yeah yeah i mean that kind of music was important for me at the time i just really haven't felt any need to revisit it even in a nostalgic sense mm. i can but go I, back
1: to my chemical romance they're fun
0: yeah i can i can i can go back to what was that the second album with um no.
1: three cheers for
0: sweet revenge yes right there you yeah. go that's that, that album I can go back to. I definitely can. But, I mean... The Black U's, Parade, too. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, you know what? I, I, I remember liking the Black Parade when it came up. But By that point, I was kind of, I don't know, moving away from them. Mm. Um, Like, that kind of music and, like, hardcore music, which is what the other band was that opened up for the Use, the Bled, you know, like that kind of screaming, uh, <laughs> hardcore Yeah. Uh, that thing, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was, I remember it being one heck of a show man i yeah. remember just being tossed around a whole bunch of different ways it was me my buddy will and i think this girl that he was dating at the time i i i can't, I can't remember her name mm. i honestly can't i just remember that she was like a teen model and everything like that like she was in oh. the teen magazines jeez so wow I, I really can't remember her name drawn total blank funny funny enough i'll probably have to <laughs> i'll probably have to bring that up to him when he when i see him cuz Will's getting married next month. But anyway, I digress. It was pretty crazy at one point because really from my first concert experiencing it, you know, as a kid who's on his own and in New York City, Mm. like it there wasn't like moshing, but there definitely was a lot of the audience moving around and Yeah, pushing, shoving,
1: stuff like that.
0: I remember too at one point I had like a girl like feel me up too. Oh. Yeah, which was kind of awkward to say the least. Um, was it,
1: like, legit, or was she, like, got she, pushed and accidentally like, hit you? Like,
0: like, she felt, like, my chest and, oh, like, God. ran her hand down oh, me. I'm sorry yeah. to hear that. Yeah, I, it, uh, she she could have been on something. You, you, you never know. Yeah. You know, Oof. I mean, I I was not. Um, I, well, was, I didn't mean to bring up any
1: memories or anything bad. No, like no,
0: that, no, so no, 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 not at all. I just, I just remember that just being, like, the one awkward thing that happens. And that's, well talk about as we go into this conversation oh. we had a pretty awkward experience with the David Byrne show oh gosh but yeah I, I remember it still pretty vividly I remember it being an amazing night mm-hmm. a lot of high energy and just being stuck in the Holland Tunnel <laughs> for like hours on end prior to getting to the show so nice you know good old New York traffic
1: good old New York traffic how about you buddy my first show I must have been eight or nine maybe and we ventured to the Amway Arena, which was once the TD Waterhouse, for those of Orlando natives who remember. And we saw the Backstreet Boys on the Black and Blue Tour. Wow. Yeah. That was my first concert with my family. So oh, you went with the whole family? I went with the whole the whole uh, Goldman Affair. Nice. Did yeah. you go with your sister too as well? Yep. She was there? Wow. Yeah, Rachel went and mom and dad. Yeah. That's awesome. It was insane like we wore earplugs because you know we're tiny and our ears can't handle it i i still wear earplugs to this day at concerts
0: i need to start doing that
1: i know it's lame but i'm telling you if you go like to guitar center or any music store preferably george's i love george's music they have these high frequency like earplugs they're like 15 20 bucks i'm telling you get them you save your ears it's very important especially being a musician and you being an actor you know how important that is so Always save your ears. But yeah, I remember. And we
0: promised that wasn't another plug no, for no, no, a sponsor. No, no, no. am
1: Oh, plug, earplug. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Dad joke. Dad joke. Uh, Yeah, but I remember, you know, all the hits and it was a lot of fun. It was probably the weirdest part of it was people were like throwing, tr- they kind of walked out like in the middle area and people were like throwing trash at them. And I think it was like, let's throw this piece of trash up, and they kick it off, and like, oh, what's what's the Backstreet Boys' names? Is there a Howie? I, like I there's think a there's Howie. a Howie. I don't remember their names. AJ, is there an AJ, AJ? Nick Nick Carter, right? Is there a Brad? I'm sure. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, but they like were throwing trash at them, and I guess in hopes that they touch it and be like, oh my gosh, he touched the trash. Like it was really bizarre. But yeah, I still have the the concert shirt. It's at no my, kidding. Yeah, it's at my house. I'll have to go show you. Do you still fit in it? I might, honestly. I think I bought a medium or something, like
0: an adult medium. So, yeah, <laughs> I might still
1: fit. I should wear it one time.
0: That's pretty interesting. Now, was that at the, I know we had the new Amway, but was it at the old one?
1: Yeah, it was called the TD Waterhouse at the time.
0: Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah. Like, for some reason, when you said that, I didn't think that's what it was called. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I feel like that's, like, the one venue that gets, like, the most shows here in Orlando.
1: Yeah, the bigger acts, at least, yeah. you know, that can hold that capacity. Mm-hmm. But my first cool show mm-hmm. that I went in high school with was with my buddy Adam, who I've had on the podcast as well, talking about the same band that we saw, which is They Might Be Giants. Oh, nice. Yep. It was the first time I saw them live. They played at House of Blues, and oh. it it was incredible, and it changed probably changed my life. So... Yeah, it definitely let me dive deeper in because I, when I t- told down about the show, I was like, "Hey, you think it'd be fun to go see that band that plays those Tiny Teen songs?" Can't go back to Constant get the back stand the I totally butchered that, but yeah, that's basically our motivation to go. And the first song they played was a song about the sun. Oh, yeah, the sun is on by seven and cows, a mass of incandescent gas gigantic nuclear <laughs> It was, and we were just like blown away, and it was fun and. It was a great time, so... I'm sure. Yeah, I got a shirt. Oh, my first concert shirt. Yeah? Yeah. I no have, kidding. I have. You still... How do you keep all this stuff? All the concert shirts? Yeah. In in those beautiful Ikea drawers behind me. <laughs> That's where I keep them. I used to alphabetize them just because I had so many, but then I'm just like, okay, this is like... Because each shirt is like so different or bigger than the others, so the drawers just get too fill. So now it's kind of a three-for-all, but... Yeah, that was the first concert shirt I bought, and it started me on a spiral down mm-hmm. of concert shirts that I, know. I need to get. It,
0: it, it's so tempting. Concert shirts and concert posters are probably like the most tempting items yeah. for me to get.
1: My, my thing was I always wanted to buy one thing, and it used to be shirts, but now it's just like, okay, there's a lot of shirts I have, unless it's like super cool and I really like the artist, but the posters have been
0: the way I've, I've gone. But according to Carrie... You only wear, like, one or two shirts all the time. Pretty much, yeah. I have my, <laughs> I
1: have my favorites, my select few. But, yeah. yeah. What's the coolest concert shirt you ever got?
0: Coolest concert shirt I ever got probably was from when I saw the Mars Volta. Ooh. I saw Mars Volta four times, and I feel very, very lucky to have seen them because they just put on just unreal experience. I always kind of equated seeing them to probably – the way that people felt when they saw Led Zeppelin. Hmm. Cause I, I mean, it's just, it was just such an unreal experience and they would play nonstop and, you know, there'd be times where they would experiment on stage and just do like some really cool jam out sessions. And I got a shirt of theirs. I think I still have it. It's gray and it's got Mars Volta and graffiti. And then it's got, I think like UK policemen or something on it. I don't know. Something like that. Yeah um i remember at that show where i bought that shirt i didn't get this one because i definitely would not have been able to wear it in public who's who's the really popular cult leader that had everybody drink the kool-aid oh geez was um, it jim jones no it's the
1: guy with the long hair he oh my god charlie no no yeah i know who you're talking about yeah i know oh my god what's his name the not Manson.
0: Charles um, Manson? No, no, I, Manson? Was that no. no, no it's, it wouldn't be Charles Manson. But, I mean, you know who I'm talking about. Like, they had, like, this shirt where it was like, this guy is a fan of Mars Volta. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> it, was, it, it was just, like, one of those really weird T-shirts where it's like, I know you're going to either have someone who's going to look at something like that and say, oh, that's hilarious. Or you're going to have somebody that'll say, yeah, that's in bad taste. And I was kind of like, yeah, um, I'm not interested in he a shit. He wrote shirt. a like, music album. Oh, Charles Manson? Charles Manson, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but it wasn't Charles Manson that did that. Charles Manson killed people, but he didn't have them drink Kool-Aid. Oh. It was a, it, I think, I it, think was it was Jim a, Jones then. Okay, it was Jim Jones? Yeah. Okay, yeah. it. I'm sure if you look up <laughs> that shirt, you'll find it. But yeah, it, it was just a very, very bizarre shirt. Um, although I've been finding that, like, for me, I don't buy as many concert tees now. I do try and buy t-shirts if, if I really like them, if they're kind of like an exclusive thing, hence the Boards of Canada t-shirts that I have. Nice. Of which I have several. Because I always like being that guy that wears it and wears it out in public and gets one or two people that are like, hey, I like them. Doesn't happen that often. But when it does, it's like, yes. It feels good, right? It does. It does. Yeah. Although my wife hates those shirts. oh. Aw. Uh, you know, it's just, it's not, it's not her thing. not a thing. It's not her thing, you know.
1: She is bored of Canada.
0: <laughs> yes, yes. And she is bored of me playing Boards of Canada. Oh, <laughs> that's okay. So let's get on to the main event. Yes. You and I, we saw David Byrne at, I think is what, probably one of the best downtown venues. Yep, in we saw, Orlando. we
1: bought the tickets back in March. Mm-hmm. for a show that was, what was last week? Uh, September 29th.
0: Mm-hmm. And it was at the Dr. Phillips Performing Arts Center. September 28th, I'm tour, sorry. Uh, American Utopia. Right, tour. which we did talk about on a previous episode. Yes.
1: So before we dive into the show itself, um, John, and to give a recap, John and I appreciated the, you know, not very... You know, David Byrne could have made, like, a very boring album and not experimented or did weird things, but he did something new and different. Maybe the lyrics weren't his strongest suit, but the music was there. So we were fans of it, and seeing it live now as part of the tour, it makes more sense, and I appreciate it more. The songs
0: are better live. That is for sure. I would completely agree with that statement. The only thing is, I still feel like it's one of those kind of albums where I don't find myself wanting to go back to it. Yeah. You there's know? a
1: couple, the, the songs are better than the album itself.
0: Yes. Kind yeah. Of I, I, I would agree with that. I think the lead single is probably the strongest track.
1: Yeah. I also like, uh, what was it, I dance like this. Ding, 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 ding. I really
0: like that a lot better live.
1: Yeah. That was cool with the, uh, Oh, I can't even tell you what instrument it was, but it was a long stick and kind of had like a rope on it and kind of made this
0: kind of noise. Yeah, it was it was an incredible show, man. I mean, th- yeah. there's there's no other like really great way to get dive into this because really it's David Byrne. And if you love David Byrne and you love him Talking yeah, to you Heads. Yeah, you need to go see this. You need to see it. For, and I'm so glad we went.
1: And for those of you who don't really know kind of Talking Heads, David Byrne, live stuff, they had a very famous movie called Stop Making Sense, which was filmed over the course of two nights and kind of spliced together. But it's one of the most amazing concerts to watch. It starts off with David Byrne with an acoustic guitar and a cassette, play ta- a cassette player. And he's like, I have a song to play. And he plays Psycho Killer on it. And then at the end, it does, he goes into this little groove and
0: he's like,
1: and he starts like flailing around. It's also the first show where he wore the giant suit, which he's
0: synonymous for. Yes. And later Kanye West and Lil Pump copied off of the song. I love it. Right.
1: But as the concert goes on, more people come out. So the next song, I believe, is Heaven. And Tina, the bass player from Talking Heads, comes out and they play that together. Then the guitar player comes. Then the drummer comes. And then it's this huge conglomeration of all these musicians and artists and this was very similar to that style so the stage was all it was kind of like gray like a gray floor and -hmm. almost like think streamers that hit the roof all the way to the bottom making like a square so everyone would come out there were 11 musicians total Mm -hmm. uh, 12 if you include david byrne and each one kind of reminded me of marching band a little bit the mm-hmm. Very like marching band. Everyone had one instrument, kind of playing, and like snares and timpani drums and keyboards and guitar and bass, and everything kind of f- perfected and blended all together to create the songs.
0: Yeah, it was such an amazing show. It was to incredible. See. The energy was there from the very beginning to the very end, and it was one of those kind of shows too, where I felt like. You know, if I had hold another hour of this, I still wouldn't be bored or getting tired of it.
1: Yeah, because at first you're just like, okay, what can they really do with this? But they're everyone's marching and doing, you know, choreography to all the songs. David Byrne is going crazy through half of it. He's just, like, so active and, like, you can tell he's super passionate about it and what he does.
0: Oh, yeah. He was keeping up with all the youngsters that he was there with on stage. Yeah. And oh, yeah. all of the backup players and all that... They were so into it, too, as well. That kind of energy, when it comes off the stage, you feed off of it, too. Mm-hmm. And it, I think the other thing that I really like about this show, too, was that I felt like it had a good flow. Like Meaning, like if you we look at the whole set list, he did a good job of having peaks and lows.
1: Yeah, he, he intertwined talking head songs with his solo stuff kind of perfectly.
0: He did. He really, there really was a did. very good balance of both of them. I would completely agree with that. And I just, I really appreciated the sense of humor that he would add to things. I appreciated that he did talk to us at certain points and kind of had little interludes. I was really, really hoping to hear Psycho Killer, but I guess maybe at this point he's kind of done with it. I, well, so
1: I don't want to spoil the ending, but basically the last song was a Janelle Monet cover called, it was called Hell You About. About.
0: Yeah. Talk about
1: yeah. like, talking about yeah it's it's supposed they say talk about but I think it's like tell them about whatever it is so it's basically a like a recognition or tribute to people who lost their lives through per, police brutality mm. so probably playing a song called psycho killer kind of kills that message a little bit that was my guess why also he doesn't play it that's a good point so, I didn't think
0: about that yeah
1: and plus that's kind of like you know his that was his first song he wrote too
0: Oh, I didn't know that.
1: Yeah, I. There was an interview with Mark Maron that he was on, so that was like his first like song, and he's like, "Okay, I did one song. It's like I can do more," and that was kind of his like his test song.
0: Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I I really loved everything about the show. The only complaint I yeah. have about this entire night, oh my gosh, were some very very rude, and I cannot stress that enough people that we had the unfortunate pleasure of sitting nearby. So, pretty much there was an intermission between the opening act who was Tune Tune Birds, Tune Yards, sorry.
1: Oh, Tune Yards uh, were incredible. Yeah,
0: I was that I was, was blown cool away by their performance. I mean, there's such a weird act, but there's no doubt that like It's cool were- to watch
1: it live because they use a lot of looper pedals and basically mm-hmm. the the lead singer comes out and she kind of sings this chorus and then to loop it back and yep. create beats off of it It was very cool. I would definitely recommend checking out their music.
0: Yeah, I, I would too. It's not gonna be for everybody. Nope. It's super weird, but I I have a lot of appreciation for them, and I, you know, to your point that you made when we were seeing the show, you could totally see why she was chosen, her band, to open up prior for him. Mm-hmm. So the two people that we had to deal with the unfortunate pleasure of dealing with was after the first intermission
1: yeah so we went grabbed a couple drinks we came back and there were two people in mine and my girlfriend Carrie's spot so literally as we were trying to tell them hey these are not your seats the show like started so this woman was like oh well we're all it's that's the same seat everywhere just go everywhere and we we're like no this is our seats like get up and she clearly had way too much to drink, and she was rude and just a terrible human being. I don't think we need to dive really deeper into it, but yeah, yeah. Just no, like, no. He...
0: I, I the only th- the only reason why I wanted to bring it up, Adam, is just because I think unfortunately, like people need to know that your actions affect others, and that girl was on the phone the entire time, just on her phone yeah
1: we didn't talk about that but she was basically just on her phone the whole night just
0: bothering people and
1: i'm surprised she didn't get kicked out honestly
0: yeah she got in my face and cursed at me at one point like just a very unpleasant experience and you know i just just really want to stress that like hey lady you, you you didn't deserve that show no did not deserve that show like, be be mindful of other people when you go to these shows, please. L- l- listen, listen to your Uncle John and your Uncle Adam. All right, yeah. Be, be nice to other people. Don't get to too shows.
1: drunk for a David Byrne show.
0: Yeah, don't, don't. Well, so yeah, any final thoughts you want to share? Or? No, i i I think that I think that's pretty much it. I th- I'm glad we had this discussion because we really didn't get to talk too much afterwards.
1: Yeah, I think the only thing I want to say is just if you do, if he is in town, go see them. Also, too, if you're worried about, oh, I'm going to be too high up in the, the concert venue, you actually probably want a higher seat for this because the band is doing things that kind of are better viewed from a higher angle, almost like a marching band.
0: Yeah, and and he, t- he really knows how to use the whole stage.
1: Yeah, they really work
0: it. Yeah, they really, really do. So before we wind things down here, I wanted to talk about something that's both music-related and related to the Venom movie that you saw last night. Oh, yeah. So did you see that the Gaga fans, the, what is it? I don't, I don't, the Gaga Oh, Army. I, I know you're talking about. But yeah. lady,
1: so there's a movie also coming out. So I saw Venom last night in the Dolby Theater at uh, Disney Springs. And let me tell you, it's a very cool theater. And at my friend Adam and I, who just talked about, Started this cool tradition that we're going to see all these terrible superhero movies in that theater because it, there's subwoofers like in the seat
0: hmm. and it
1: like shakes you and it, it was crazy. But we saw Venom last night and it was pretty mad. It's there. It's whatever.
0: <laughs> so how many turds in the wind do you give it? All right. Spoiler alert, spoiler
1: alert. It is, That part is in the last five minutes of the movie. Okay. Yep. So right. only one. <laughs> How many turds in the wind? I would I give it. That's a good question. <laughs> also today, uh, the remake of A Star Is Born, directed by Bradley Cooper, starring Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper, also came out. And they there was like a petition to get Rocket Raccoon replaced with Bradley Cooper, right? To like have his footage like CGI'd to Rocket Raccoon. I, I instead. didn't hear about
0: that. I'm I heard just about kidding. that was a joke, but oh, okay. I really wish that was a thing. I, I really wish it would have <laughs> happened too hey kid
1: (laughs) no no it's bradley cooper doing all the roles but he's just he's like wearing a green suit and they just superimpose rocky raccoon Uh, on him instead yeah i
0: i I would have loved that whole bit where it's like hey kid i want to get another good look at you (laughs) hey lady gaga i need your guitar give me that guy's guitar (laughs) i need it (laughs) yeah i i think it's so funny that the gaga army had come out with like, this whole thing accusing Venom fans of trying to pull people away from their movie and vice versa. My vay. Yeah. It's All just... Right. That whole thing, it's just so dumb, isn't it?
1: That's ridiculous.
0: Unbelievably dumb. If you're really going to be that gullible, which I feel like half the people that tweeted about Venom prior to it coming out are full of it, but if you're really going to be that gullible about something like that, like, don't... The audience
1: participation i feel like is just two different markets like yeah i think you know if you're going to see a star is born you're not typically the person who's going to go see venom
0: exactly that, that, that's the thing like none of that kind of stuff affects the other it's like all that nonsense about the 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 tr- russian trolls and the last jedi oh, God. That, really, that stuff really doesn't make a big deal in the grand scheme of things
1: just they should just kind of they should have called a star is born give lady gaga an, an oscar
0: it's so interesting. She's touting it as her like first movie, which it's not. No. Maybe her first leading role. I, I could
1: see her becoming an EGOT very easily. Yeah, I think so, And I think, and so I think too. this might be the movie that gives it to her, because from what the reviews are saying, she's supposedly spectacular in it.
0: I mean, look, she's probably the closest thing we have to a Judy Garland or Barbara Streisand, like the other previous A Star is Born hmm. movies. So I think... I think you're right. I think she definitely has a good chance at it. Although there's quite a few people that are are saying playing close and her performance and whatever that movie is called. Um, Extremely far, incredibly close. I have no idea.
1: Uh, I'm saying the only movie I thought it was 101 Dalmatians. Oh, man. She has de
0: DeVille. Imagine like a really late Oscar for that. It's like, yeah, guys, we know. (sighs) We know it's, it's been like twenty a while, years late, but, but here you go. She was so good. She was perfect casting. <laughs> she worked the CGI puppies just so well. <laughs> so yeah, I, I, I think that whole thing is, is so fascinating. Do you want to see that movie? Do you want to see A Star is Born? I so I forgot it was a remake when I first saw the trailer
1: and I was like, this is just some cliche love story thing, and then I found out it was a remake. I'd never seen the original. And I was just like Ugh. I don't know. It just I've seen do the it one with me.
0: Judy Garland, and you know it's the role that infamously she lost out to Grace Kelly mm-hmm. for an Oscar for. I mean, she's Judy Garland's phenomenal in it. I I think this movie's going to get some recognition, but I think it's also going to be that one movie where yeah, everybody loves it and everybody thinks it deserves all the Oscars, but it's not going to win that many.
1: Like the Greatest Showman.
0: Exactly. Yeah.
1: There's always one musical that comes out every year that everybody goes crazy uh, for. See, and yet the Greatest Showman, like, the music is there, the acting is there, the story sucked. Did you see The Greatest Showman?
0: I did not. Heard like, all the music. Th-
1: the problem was like it was just so focused on the songs, like it like it really belittled the story. Yeah. So I know they're making it into a Broadway musical, so hopefully they explore more. Building and character development kind of thing And I think it could be pretty good on Broadway But like as a movie you're just like It's for the songs Like you're just watching it for the songs
0: Gotcha So. Hmm. Yeah I don't know if I'll ever get around to it There's so many other movies I'd much rather um, see Yeah there's a lot I, I would like to see A Star is Born though I I, I, I would, would, would go see it Yeah I, I would see it too Well, when, when we do it can we uh, share a tub of popcorn together Yes Because I can never finish that huge giant thing That and some Junior mints maybe yeah, there you go. Ooh, For, uh, our sour pops Kids. Right.
1: I want the large popcorn.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Give it to me. <laughs> uh, good stuff. I feel like we could be doing that impression all day, but we gotta wrap things up here. <sighs> yeah, I'm out of coffee, sadly. I I am too. It's it's quite a sad sight. Um, I want to have more, but I know I shouldn't. Yeah, tell me how to tell me. Adam, tell me don't, don't have anymore. I'm.
1: I i can not promise you that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: such a bad influence i know (laughs) well buddy i think it was fun next week we'll be back to our regularly scheduled program on grounds
1: for discussion discussion.
0: bye good boy fellow audience bye thanks for listening to this week's episode of g4d grounds for discussion with adam and john stay up to date on future episodes and all our caffeine induced antics on facebook Twitter, and Instagram under the username g4d underscore podcast. Drop us a line at g4dpodcast at gmail.com if you have any music suggestions, general questions, or business inquiries.
1: You can find our podcast on iTunes, and John and I would super appreciate if you rated and subscribed to our show. May your cup and heart always be full of coffee, good music, and cliche motivational ending sentences. Thanks.